This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTNDAV.com. Yeah, a little comment. How was Valentine's Day? That was fine. I mean, the, it's uh, it's hard to get, even on a Monday night, I think a lot of places realize they had to be open. So uh, a lot of places that aren't normally, like Italian places, open on Mondays. They were open. Mm. So... It was a little tougher to get reservations than I think m- most of those days, but it was fine. It was good. I uh, I kept forgetting it was Valentine's Day. A lot of people did. I kept forgetting it. I was trying to make calls on the way home, and I'm like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's Valentine's I Day. I stopped in at a florist. It's very annoying. Uh, yesterday. And There's a dearth of roses, and you still went to a florist. I did, yeah. Wow. And actually, it's not the, the roses – there was a little bit of a shortage on, but it was the vases that had these shortages. Did you spend over $100? Uh, pretty close. Then it's a vase. Or it's a vase. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I always heard. If it's over $100, it's a vase. If it's under $100, it's a vase. I had never heard that. That's just for the glass container and not the Yeah, do you get any flowers articles with that? that? Do you get any inside. arrangements whatsoever? So. Yeah, yeah. About that. So I went in there, and the guy that was putting it together. You remember that episode of Sunny where uh, Danny DeVito, Frank has the whip, and he whips the vase. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So I, I went in there, and the guy, uh, <laughs> the guy said, "Yeah, I think the Super Bowl has used because we've had a bunch of people call today uh, just to come through and get flowers, and we're like, well, uh, you're gonna have to wait like five hours.' And they're like, why? What's today?" <laughs> These people had no idea that it was Valentine's Day. And I really do believe... Wait, they were just getting flowers they to were get just, flowers? Yeah, people just get flowers for whatever reasons. Maybe it's for clients. Maybe it's for uh, maybe somebody in their family, whatever. Death. They, they had no, Exactly. They had no idea Birth. it was Valentine's Day. And I do think it is because Super Bowl is right next to it. That's all people were thinking about was their Super Bowl parties. They weren't thinking about... A lot of people don't go out two straight nights yeah. for anything. No. It's a good point. How was your dinner? Oh, it's great. You want to say where to, you went? Uh, is it uh, Molto Bene or Molte Mol- Bene? I think it's Molto. I had never been there before. Where was it at? Where's that at? Uh, right on Detroit, I think, in Lakewood. Yeah. What'd you eat? At What'd the you edge. Have? Noki. 
You had the Nokia. Yeah, it was excellent. I still have half of it left for lunch today. It was ah, incredible. You are so annoying. Oh, I do that all the time. You're such a bird. That is a staple of the way we eat. In fact, I had steak the other night at yep. another place. Brought it home, steak and eggs the next day. It's oh beautiful. That's so annoying. I was so happy, though. Yeah, great. Whatever. Um, So what did you have the Noki with? Uh, We had the Caprizi salad and uh. a little bit of cauliflower. They, they do a cauliflower special way for an appetizer. Ah. Then we had dessert. The dessert was incredible. They did had you have gelato. Tiramisu? Oh, gelato. No, we had gelato. Oh, it's incredible That's gelato. Mamma mia. What yeah, some I... places, gelato is very seasonal. A lot of places, like in Little Italy, you can't get it, except that uh, some places specialize in gelato, and then they do have it, but other places mm. don't have it. They only have it seasonally. Would you, what did uh, Yoko eat? She had this, uh, What's uh, what, what kind of sauce was it with shrimp? The pomodoro? Uh, kind of like that. It was so good. Hers was so good. This is so good. Try a little bit. Of hers. Yeah. Oh, we that's always nice. we share everything. Oh, that's nice too. Well, that's that's the problem with sharing is it ends up making us run through a menu in like two or three times at a restaurant. We're yeah. like, all right, we've had everything. Do you have? We have a rule. We are not getting the same thing. No, you can't get the same thing. My wife's always like, sh- I always let her pick first. I'm no. a, I'm a gentleman when it comes to that stuff. But she'll pick something we won't discuss beforehand. Really? And she'll pick it, and I'll go, up. She'll See, go, where are you uh, going to get that? I go, no, I've always got a couple backups. You you always, your, wow. I think that's the way to go, though, because I don't know about you. I get bored with my meal anywhere, no matter how good it is. I get bored after the first, like, four bites. I'm you like, all right. Bored? I'm like, it's not going to change. I've had I mean, it. This look is at what, Ken and myself. I this is what it's going to taste like throughout. Like, I'd like to try something else. Give <laughs> it a little breather. And then like get throughout. back to it. It's like, yeah, I get it. This same old gag. I mean, I know if the Browns have their running game going and Nick Chubb is just slicing and dicing a team, <laughs> like, you want to see more runs. You don't care how it looks, but eventually you want to see a pass. Eventually you want to see Baker throw the ball down the field because it's fun. It's different. Oh, my God. But what if Kevin Stefanski goes, no, we're we're resting your Noki for the next right. meal. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we want to control that Noki's usage over time. I'm not very good with leftovers. Have we discussed this before? I'm I don't not, think so. I, I, don't I don't do don't leftovers. So. No, not I'm leftovers. not a leftover guy. We've talked about you and food a lot. I don't think we've talked about leftovers. I, I could do, like, even pizza. Like, I got some over in the fridge right now. And I'm a little bit like, eh, we'll see how this goes. Because I'm not real. I think that the taste change. I think the molecules change. I have switched to in the last year. I will only reheat my pizza in the oven. Oh yeah. If I'm going to eat it, I'll eat it either room temperature. Yeah. Or in the oven. There's no. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like microwave. I have to do it here. Yeah. But um, I would rather do it in oven. Didn't we have an oven in the old kitchen? I thought there was an oven in there. there might in the be old one now. kitchen. There might be an um, oven in there now. Yeah. I'm not sure. Huh. Man, it used to be an oven. Anyway, um, well, good. I'm glad you had a nice Valentine's it Day. It was good. You could tell. I mean, everybody, it's their romantic. For a lot of people, it's their night out. A bunch of people do not go out. Yeah. They go on Valentine's Day. And we were thinking of just staying in, but we're like, oh, I want to do something nice. So It's just Monday. Monday is a pain. It is. We went out, but not to like to our little taco place we go to. Ah. We took a couple. A couple of the kids got to go. A couple of the kids had to starve. Oh my! But God. you could tell there were there were couples that do not get out of the house much, and they were there. And this is not a 
it's a good place, but it's not anything overly excitable. So That's we cool. saw we saw two people, two cool. two women that sat down. It's a very very small environment. Two women sat down. They were all dolled up. That's all you do. That's all I do is restaurants. I stare at everybody else. My I mean, mom used to do I that. I hate to say it. We My make mom fake stories. I stare at their food. You make up fake stories. We make I try fake to f- stories about why they're there. Well, right. Yeah, we oh, try to figure yeah, out. Yeah, Lizzie and I did. I thought you guys like had fake conversations or something to get other people. No, I do. We Lizzie and I do the same thing. But I You're definitely right. want to see all the food. I want to see everybody. I, I just like to get the lay of the land. Because, you know, when you're in there with somebody you've been with for an extended period of time, which I never thought would happen with me, uh, you run out of things to talk about. So it's, let's talk about the other people <laughs> at this stage. Unless you want to talk politics every day. Hey, what happened? I'm yeah, What what? Great political scandal Absolutely. do you want to talk about today? So you just stare at other people. Do you and, do the, are they on their first date? Are they a married yeah. couple? That's oh, we do all this. Fun. Absolutely. Do they meet on Tinder? Uh, yes. What's the relationship here between these two? Are they even lovers? Are they? Yeah, well, there's there's a couple fun times where you're like, is it is it husband, wife, or is it mom and son? Yeah, we've done oh, that. Oh, yeah. those are good ones. Well, yeah. you do, those are good debate I'll nights. tell you, you do that down in Miami. You go down to Florida. Because you Father, see daughter. things that would not seem to right. be age appropriate. So everywhere you look, it's not out of the realm of possibility for a dude in his late 60s yeah. to be with an Instagram model. It, it's not crazy, but that could also be the grandfather who has a lot of money, who's supporting the Instagram model. I'd be so <laughs> annoyed if I was like uh, my granddaughter or something like that. I'd be so pissed and annoyed. <laughs> like it, it, It'd get to the point where I couldn't be out in public with her. Right. I'd have to be out in public with like... If it were my, like, I'm not going to live that long, but if it were my case, like, my son would have to be with us. Right. And then that would be okay. Yeah. Because yeah, no, then it would make sense. It's like if for some reason you were out with your daughter-in-law. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, doing something. Yeah. But it would be like, but if, if this case is the grandfather or something like that, so say I'm like 60, I don't know how that would work out. I have to be older than that. So either way, it would have to be my granddaughter mm. and I'd have to have somebody like a, as a buffer. So they're like, okay, he's the grandfather. So you can establish immediately the identities of everybody involved yes. and what their situation is. So anyway, these. But I guess I'd be pretty happy because that was always the fear I would have if I had daughters that they would look like me. So if they looked reasonable mm-hmm. enough, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I, I guess I should be proud. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't come out looking like me. Uh, the the two women that sat down. I feel like Forrest Gump. They sat down for is she like pretty or is she like me. They sat down for a few minutes and then they got up and left. And we listen to what they said to the manager, the hostess, and they're like, we're at the wrong place. And I'm like, <laughs> no. We were supposed to be at the McDonald's on 150th. No, but I looked, I looked at them, and I'm like, no, I think they just looked at the menu. But my question is, you can look at any menu at any restaurant anywhere. Most of them have the prices. Yeah. And this place isn't outrageous. This isn't five-star Michelin. have the outside? Like, I, I on was, the window. I was just confused as to how you could go to the wrong place. I assume they just looked at the menu. Maybe didn't see anything. Maybe the prices were a little out of their price range. Even though I didn't think it would be. It's Valentine's Day also. Like I, w- I really wanted to know whether that was true. You go into Valentine's Day knowing you're going to take a bath. Yeah, oh, especially now. Everything, Every, every restaurant's uh, menu has gone up. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, every item has gone up. Now we're talking. A, a few dollars, right? Everywhere. Yeah, you expect a real that? NASCAR podcast. Here we go. I kind of want to ask you what you spent, but no, I don't. Oh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. No, no, we don't need to get into specifics. You know why it wasn't that bad? Mike's off. No, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you know yeah. Why, well, you know yeah. people. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. But- anyway, um, 
Were the Rams a failure if they would have lost? See, I, I do immediately go. Do, do the Rams mm-hmm. were the Rams? We're brought to you by Extend. Are the Rams a failure if they would have lost? You and I had a. I guess I don't even know why we're disagreeing, but mm-hmm. we're disagreeing, and you know we want to disagree with each other. So so I right saw a bunch of people saying that before the game. They're like, hey, you realize if the Rams lose this whole trading all the draft picks, mortgaging their future, uh, doing so to go get Von Miller, Odell Beckham, Jalen Ramsey, who else? What were some of the other guys? And obviously Matt Stafford. Uh, I just totally disagree with that line of thinking. I kind of think that's a loser mentality, too. Like, I've never, I mean, are we just going to say that one team has a successful year in every sport and the rest are all failures? Yes. I don't believe that. I don't think anybody believes that. And if you believe that, I mean, the Browns are the only team or one of the only teams that's never even been to a Super Bowl. And we're going to act like every season's been a failure for the Browns forever. And I know expectations change things. But to go to that Super Bowl, I think there's differences. Yes, I think there's differences in circumstances. Like last year for the Browns, that wasn't a failure. Mm -hmm. Now I look back on it and I still don't regret the way I felt after that game. I thought I sometimes I think I should. I think not beating Chad Henney in the second half became a bit of a failure. Because that, that might have been your chance. You yes. might have been able to have the Cincinnati Bengals chance. You okay, might that's, that's, that's you true. You might have gone to the Super Bowl. Like I, I think they re- reasonably could have beaten that's the Buffalo true. Bills. That is true. However, I think it, it, you can always do that because like Cincinnati fans, do I really say Cincinnati to Cincinnati fans the Bengals season was a failure? Hell no. I don't do that. That wasn't a failure. So, But next year, like, okay, what if Joe Burrow gets hurt and then they're just a mess again? No. Okay, well, then I guess it was yeah, a failure. Yeah, years down the road, I think you can... Because now I look back at the Browns and I go, well, that was a failure to not stop Chad Henney in the second half, and that no. sucks, but in the immediate glow, I'm like, man, that was a great season. I think you can assess these things way down the road, but right now, to say the Rams, if they would have lost, would have been a failure, it's not like they're not bringing back a ton of the guys on that team. They do have some free agents, absolutely. They're also the Rams playing in L.A. But I it's... think they can now rest on their laurels a little bit, knowing that as long as McVay is there... Or I'm sure they'll just ha- they'll find the next McVay through well, McVay def- if he goes away. Definition guys are going to want to play there. They're going to have so many more bites at the apple. And in the NFC, look at the NFC, especially if Aaron Rodgers the apple. Well. And especially if Aaron Rodgers goes away, mm-hmm. especially if Russell Wilson goes to the mm-hmm. AFC. I mean, if these things happen, the NFC. How could you call that a failure when guys are going to be lining up to play there? Well, you you still have a thing called the salary cap. And that could be a little mm-hmm. difficult. Now, if they're willing to take pay cuts, then you know that sure. that all goes away. They're willing to do that, which in the NFL, boy, that's really hard Funny to do. Is Odell already said he will be. Now this is before the I, injury. I might be forced to. I think Odell says a lot of things. Well, the difference though with LA and a lot of other places is like they did with Weddle. You can go, hey, you want to come do eh, five games? You want to go? Yeah. You want to go play five games? We'll give yeah. you nine hundred thousand dollars. Well, and- it's on the other side of that too. Is I got I got nervous about. Because I, I said, well, the Rams, you know, they got to make this run. But I always think that a quarterback is always going to want to play in L.A. But mm-hmm. the quarterback playing in L.A. is not necessarily going to leave L.A. So you might go through this role of veteran QBs that are done being in their own towns. So you yeah. could get to a run of like, okay, Matt Stafford here for three years, move on to quarterback X. Quarterback X there for three years, move on to quarterback Y. And, and you could always be competitive in that case, but you're giving up draft picks. Eventually, I think you'd run into a point where you got to have other players around you so you'd still have a problem with your cost-benefit. The reason I say it's a failure, if they were to go to the Super Bowl, lose, and then win next year, no, it's not a failure. But at the time, it's a failure. Like, it can always change. 
Remember, when they took Penny Sewell, when they didn't take Penny Sewell in Cincinnati and they took Jamar Chase, people thought they were nuts. Then Jamar Chase has the type of season he has. Well, the people who want to pin a sore are wrong. And then the Super Bowl happens. They give up six sacks. Joe Burrow gets hurt in that game. Well, now all the people who thought they should have taken Panay Sewell, then they get the victory. To them, they get the victory, even though I disagree. I took my loss on that. They took Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is great, and he's going to be great for a long period of time. I don't think they should apologize for anything, and they won't. But there's plenty of people in the rules of argument that will play the long game, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and that's it. So if they were to go to the Rams, if the Rams were to lost on Sunday and then go back to the Super Bowl next year and win, of course last year is not a failure. But in the time, yes, you gave up everything for Matt Stafford and you got to the Super Bowl and you lost against the Bengals, who to some people didn't have, while we disagree, didn't have business even being there. You lost to an underdog. You should have won. You did every, all this stuff. The Bengals didn't even have to do any of that stuff, and you failed. That's a failure. That is a failure. Yeah, I don't think so at all. I think I think culture. Oh, I think you're wrong. I think culture is a big like. If you want to talk failures, I think the Odell experience in Cleveland. That's a failure. That's a failure. More than one thing can be a failure. And I am concerned about about the reverberations of that and how it's going to impact future guys. You know, just like people are wondering about what happened with Diggs and Stefanski in Minnesota. What happened to Odell here? How do people feel about Baker? How do talented wideouts feel about Baker? Especially if Jarvis leaves too, how, which could be the Browns' decision. But I, something tells me you're going to hear more from Jarvis too because I have a feeling he 100% sides with Odell oh, yeah. on all of that. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and, and I'm thinking that if the Rams were to have lost, yeah. I still think players are going to play there. I think they have a culture there. I think there's proven success there. I think they they can just continue to reload. You, I disagree. You, you said they traded everything. It's it's not like they disintegrate at the end of the year. They, They're going to be really good next year, and they would have been true. some of the favorites to come well, out of the NFC next Aaron, year. If Aaron Donald were to decide to retire, that'd be a huge blow to them. Plus, you know, Eric Weddle can only play for so very long. And again, you're going to no, run out. Of, retiring again. You'll run out. Of, you'll run out of cap space. You'll run out of draft. You'll run out of draft assets. So that's the difference there. Plus, when though? When do they run out of all that stuff? When I mean, are the you Rams, don't have a first round pick this so, year, right? So tell me when the Rams are not. Yeah, but they had a linebacker that they just uh, that played huge you in have the playoffs. Draft exceedingly well. Right? I and, understand that. Yes, and I feel like there's a confidence with that organization that other organizations may not have. And eventually, so were the Bills not a failure? Everything though. runs. Were the Bills up. not a failure? But did they go all in? Wait, what? What year are you talking about? This year, the well, four years. The four, they the the Super four years they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, yes, eventually team, the but, fact that they, but also. Great memories for that city that those those guys just like the Browns. I can't. Do the Browns? I'm not do, talking do the Browns about the fans. fans the Browns reaction. fans. We can't go a day without Browns fans talking about '86, '87, the well, '80s, when you go and how thirty great. years sucking up the room afterwards. That's a little bit difficult. No, but it was immediately after. I mean, those guys were all legends. They didn't win anything. They didn't even make Wait, it. The, so the third time they didn't around, even people were make more it. They, they, they didn't even. How many playoff wins does Bernie Kosar even have in his career? Does he have I four? He had three. Three. So Matt Stafford has as many as Bernie Four. now. I think he has three. Okay. Well, he made how many championship games? But three? again, but we, do fans think he was a failure? No. They no, think he's one of the all time. I don't greats. think Bernie was a failure. Again, things can change, but from the outside looking in, I think plenty of people would look at those Browns teams and call them failures. To say that fans are going to feel, well, fans are emotional beings and they take what mm-hmm. they want to take anyway. As long as the players are good back to the fans, the fans will be good to the players for the most part. For the most part. Not always, but for but the just, most part. If you are going to hold the Rams, I can't tell you I am how you holding the Rams. If you're going to hold the Rams to that, you have to hold the Browns to the exact same level. So if other teams getting to the Super Bowl oh, are failures, then what the 
do you call the Browns? Whoa, whoa! What in the world would you whoa. call the Browns? I call the Browns a failure. But that you can't—they're not the same. You can't say they're a failure. There's and the Browns different are styles of failure. So, yes, there are different styles of so failure. Give me failing. the on a scale of one to one hundred. What's the Rams' failure? If they would have lost, yes, hundred. Then what's the Browns? You can't go hundred. Hundred. They're not the same. Hundred. You're, you're out of your mind. Are you talking about these Browns you're, or yes, the '80s these, Browns? These Browns. I was talking about hundred. It's failure. No, they didn't make is, the playoffs. They're a failure. This is worse because now you have culture questions. They're over 100. Not, if temperatures can go over 100, then this can too. I, I think it's 1,000 on your scale of 1 to 100. It's 10,000. Yes, because not only do you question the coaching, the culture, uh, the ability of the front office, and, of course, the quarterback play, you're questioning zero of those things well, with the Rams. But – you would look at it like even if next year, if Matt Stafford were to go down with a horrific injury. Why don't we do this on the air? Or just retire. We can do it I just again tomorrow. To It'll never if you're listening magic. on the stream right now, if you listen to the podcast, this is why you need to tell your friends to listen to this. Because we actually, <laughs> this is probably the best thing you've done in months. Are you serious? Yes. The show sucked then the last month. Yeah, and what the, the hell? The show, the last few months on a scale of 1 to 100, hated them. 100. Kiss my ass. This one, that 1. That is not true. <laughs> we're going to do it again tomorrow. Now, I don't want to say anything more because I don't want to do it again because we'll just look at each other and go, I'm bored. Bring that heat. I don't want to have this argument anymore. But, uh, okay. You can't sit there and tell me in the real world that if the Rams would have lost on Sunday, people wouldn't say the Rams are a failure. You are so full of it. I wish I could say more, but now all of a sudden we're not allowed to say those words on the podcast, even though we were at the beginning. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, which, by the way, Tony, our good buddy, he'll say those words right to your face, too. We don't care. To, to us, not to you guys. He, he's... He's great with customer service. What Meet are you somebody. doing? Oh, I'm tweeting at somebody. Who? Tommy Matthews. He says, yeah, the Rams won't disintegrate, but they won't be a Super Bowl caliber team. Why? Stop doing a show Why for the won't... Twitter and do a show for the show. Damn hey, it. Have you seen the NFC next year? First, Is that what you're writing? I just To Tommy Matthews? I just wrote that. Okay. Yeah. Write that down for tomorrow. Double A, I know you're out there somewhere. Uh, somebody earlier... Today, I had something else I wanted to get into. Well, I just want to say real quick, you know, Barrett does the podcast rankings too. This this didn't get any love. No, of course not. They gave it to these idiots like Stu Gotts and Dan Levitard and you, you know, those guys. They're doing a musical now. The Barstool guys. What are they? They got on there. Bill Simmons. He got on there. I can't. Bill Simmons has been through a thing of movies that I can't. I haven't listened. How did this? I haven't listened to a bunch of them either. The last one I listened to was. Casino, yeah, and then the rest of them like I'm not watching. I haven't really seen Parenthood. I'm not watching mm-hmm. it again. No. What uh? What are you saying? Amusing? Uh, uh, I was gonna say, you know, what happens with any of these these radio shows or podcasts or whatever is become they become so popular that then they become eviscerated by their own fans. It never ends. I, I've seen this over oh. the years. It happened with Howard Stern. It happened, one it happened of the, with Don Imus. It happened, happened with shows here in the city. Yeah. Yeah, it happens all the time. Like, a show becomes so popular that you get used to it, and then you compare it to when you started listening, and shows only get worse mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Like, you really, like, Opie and Anthony, oh, you guys were so much better back then. Now you suck. Well, yeah, but if we're sitting there staring at our phones with each other during the segments like they were, then, yeah, they're going to get worse than what they used to be. But the re- why do you think they're staring at their phones? Because so, they're bored. Because they've had every conversation you're going to have. Like, nothing. But I still don't think that's true. Like, the magic the magic is gone. You're saying that's going to happen moment, to us? It probably has happened to us. We've just picked up new listeners they don't know. That's not true. But anyway, what I'm saying is... I don't think it's happened yet. You've evolved your debate style with each other. 
there's an evolution with everything, right? Whether the evolution's uh, evolution's not always a positive. Well, it's interesting. We should ask our listeners if we were better three years ago no, than we, we are now. No, we weren't. Well, three years ago. I'm not no, saying we five, six years ago. We were definitely not better than we are now six years ago. Think about what we were debating three years ago. And remember, we used to get bitched at all the time. The, the, the worst offseason was the one before last year. That was the worst. If you brought up anything oh, at yeah. all, if you brought up anything at all that they would bring up in a, in a front office that they have to ask themselves all the time, yeah. we were getting killed for it. And it's like, well, I guess it's going to be a very long summer. Well, I remember I had it's a very long summer because I'll bring up the Indians beating the Red Sox mm. 8 7, and you guys don't care. And then if I bring up Baker Mayfield, I remember last year going into the season, I said one question mark I had for the Browns. What? And I was way higher on Baker, obviously. Uh, one question mark I had was the defensive line. I said, well, Olivier Vernon got injured. Uh, we didn't know Jadevian Clowney. Uh, I couldn't find anybody in Houston that thought yeah. all that much of him in that last, uh, not Houston, I'm sorry, Tennessee, in that one-year go around there. I turned out to be wrong. Jadevian Clowney had a great year. Yeah, he did have a great year. I was wrong, too. I didn't. I we lost Ogan Joby, who actually had a decent year. Not great. He, he still wasn't year, ranked. PFF didn't yeah, have him ranked that high. Yeah, Evan Silva. I love Evan, but boy, Evan was wrong mm-hmm. on that. Um. Okay. Well, now I don't want to say anything more about the Rams because now I really want to do that on air again. Yeah. On the show. I think show. it's great. I, think I more, still think you're wrong. I think more fans will agree with you. It's just how do you look at that after the fact if they were to lost and say, well, yeah, you're not a failure. Could, that, what well, is this, T-ball? But like, no, come on. This, this is professional This sports. is why I, I didn't understand the point of view of so many Clevelanders who told me they didn't want Aaron Rodgers. And then what I, what I began to understand, this was a year ago, what I began to understand is – Fans don't want that pressure. They don't want that hmm. win or it's a failure mentality for a few years. And they know the NFL is so fickle. Your ability to win in the playoffs is such a crapshoot. Yes. Once you get in, the, you saw, I mean, come on, guys. The Bengals, nowhere near as good as the Bills and the Chiefs. we be honest. But in a game, Eli Apple. But in yeah. a game, yeah, of course they can win in a game. Of course they can. Uh, so I la- I laugh when we get into these discussions, and everyone will side with you, and they don't want us to trade for Aaron Rodgers every year because they feel like, well, now we have a title or bust window, and it's only going to be a few years. We'd rather have this build over time. And I'm like, guys, just because you have a good year here, which they did two years ago, does not mean the next 10 years are going to be this incredible build where every year we're feeling better and better and better, and then we win it all. Never happens like that. Never happens like that in any sport. I mean, the Philadelphia 76ers come to mind. Everybody well, loved Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They looked like they were for sure going to rule the East for the next decade. And just a, a year and a half later, Ben Simmons can't play. You know, Embiid from the process, from the whole thing I've since that started, out. Embiid is the only guy left. Here's my question real quick. Yeah, yeah back sorry. in. Sorry. And I saw and, that Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes are leaving AEW right no. now. I'm sorry. That's what got me. No. I know. I looked at my Twitter and went, what the hell? And then I totally spaced out. Go ahead. Go ahead, Owen. Who cares? We'll talk about Brandy and Cody Rhodes here finally. in a second. Go Whoa, finally. I've been waiting for. No, I have Tony's your buddy, dude. You yeah. better be careful. Oh, I know. Raphael might be listening. I'm sure he does. He listens to the podcast. Okay. Anyway, what no, I was just going to say, 
you look at the Bengals and the Browns as they're constituted today, who will be more successful in five years? Bengals. The, you're sure? They're the one with the quarterback. The I'm other just, guy, I don't know. I'm just going down the whole. If, ben- we're, if we're saying that the Bengals got lucky to win a, uh, but, but some again, games here in, uh, the, uh, in the playoffs. I, I wrap myself up in Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb like a giant security blanket. But let's be honest. There's plenty of teams that have gone to the Super Bowl with no Miles Garrett and with yeah. no Nick Chubb. So they got the most important position. So they'll draft, and they have plenty. Don't they have like $60 million in cap space? The Bengals? Yeah. They have a ton. Okay. So they got the quarterback. They'll draft offensive linemen late in the first round, which you can find good quality offensive linemen rounds one through four. You trust the organization to do that? Yes. I do trust Duke Tobin to do that. He's been pretty good. Okay. There's been some misses here and there, but he's been pretty good I guess, in that case. I guess my. I, I and they'll sign think, another. They'll sign a free I agent. I obviously think Burrow's really good, and Jamar Chase is just at a freakish o- Odell like level, Odell's early years. Yeah. But I still don't think Burrow, even with a great offensive line, do you think he's that much better or better at all than Josh Allen and the, and um, Patrick Mahomes I, I, and uh, Justin Herbert? No, no, talent wise, no. But there's certain guys like I would I say just the think same thing. Joe Burrow is Matt Ryan is, of Aaron Rodgers is, and Brady. Is Tom Brady more? You're right, but is Tom? Thank you. Is Tom Brady more? Talented, he wasn't. Then no. the Mannings, then Ryan Leaf, then all actually, these other guys. I do think he obviously became more talented, and his work oh, ethic yes. had a lot to do with that. But yes. you're right. You're right. Ben Roethlisberger and, so, and Burrow. Like he's not fa- fa- like as far as talent's concerned, overall talent, athleticism, he can't carry Ben Roethlisberger in a can. No, I don't know what that even it's means. A, it's a big but it can. means something. I and that's, realize, what, that's what's important. I, you know, we were so obsessed about height of quarterbacks, especially when you go Manziel and then Baker. So it's almost it's almost impossible to believe that the Browns would go with 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 a short quarterback again next if they end up moving off moving off Baker. But I didn't realize Burrow. You think I would realize this? I mean, was at Ohio State. He's listed at six four. Is he really six four? Who Joe Burrow? Burrow? He's like six three, six four. He's tall. Yeah, he's he looks, like six two and a half. He's pretty tall to me. <laughs> he's small. He's not small. He's not stature wise either. Like the 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 shoulders are broad. He's a okay. He's Come. a filled out boy. Tone. Yeah. Cody Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. This is a big deal. I watched some AEW. Um, I had wrestling on last My night for Sarah. My eight-year-old is going to cry And today. she was watching TikToks, and she had no idea. And she goes, what is this? And I said, it's Dolph Ziggler. Her brother knows Dolph yeah. from, from Ed's and Ignatius. And I'm like, have you ever sat and actually watched this? And Sarah goes, no. Podcast guest. Is, this a sh- is this a shoot or a work, by the way? That they could, was in right now? I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin got <laughs> fired from WWE many, many times before we put out oh, press Cody releases of, oh, yeah. uh, on social media. I think this is a worst. So part of me, like, I kind of want to share what I really feel about this, but I kind of don't because I don't want... Like, if he's gone, gone, I'll, obviously I wouldn't just be lining up to say good things if he was gone, gone. So you, you kind of know where I stand on him anyway, but you want to do this or not? You want to do this? I'll do it. I think they were insufferable, and I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> I watched very little. I watched very little. And uh, I'm sorry. I, his dad's a legend. His brother, I think his brother's actually underrated. Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes, I think that he's underrated. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you love his I dad think... so much you don't give him enough I... run. No, I thought I'd do that. I thought I'd do that with Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr., and I don't do that. Wait, Boy, who... we're talking NASCAR and wrestling. Who here. is Cody Rhodes' dad? Cody Rhodes' dad is Dusty Rhodes. Oh, it's not Gold Dust. No, Dust, that's his brother. Gold Dust is his brother. Half brother. Hat. Yeah. Yeah. He cuts okay. his ass in half. Yeah. How old is Gold Dust? He's got to be pushing 40 50. No, he's got to be pushing five. 50 now. And how old is Dusty? Dusty passed away. How old was he? In Expired. his 60s. Okay. Just, and he's uh, brothers uh, uh, with Gold Dust. Cody yeah. Rhodes and Gold Dust, Dustin Rhodes, oh, are the brothers. brothers. Okay. Their father is the late, great Dusty Rhodes, about, the Omega Dream, baby. What about seven? Huh? Seven. Seven Rhodes? No. I think Cody Rhodes is not very good. I'm sorry. I, even when he was at WWE, I'm like, eh, whatever. I didn't care. And they're like, we're gonna we're gonna start this around this guy. And then that wife and they got the wife has to be out there during every single thing. I'm like, I don't want to watch this crap. Let me let me fast. Is forward. wrestling any better today than it was ten years ago, <laughs> twenty years ago? Hell no, it ain't any better than that. Well, are the Hell mo- no, it's not better. Are, are, have they come up with any new moves? I think it's better than 10 years ago. Is he acting better? Is the fact that uh, they've torn the, tore down a wall? Maybe that's only because I care now and I didn't care 10 years ago. Okay, maybe, but I would say, well, we need to call up Kenny and ask him. 20 years ago, not a chance. 30 and 40 no, years ago, no. The attitude era, no. yeah, no. Remember, you had adults who thought that stuff was real. Now it's just one great big, like, Hey, we all know we're all assing off. And I told you the whole thing about the... Well, yeah, I watched yesterday. It was all comedy hour. It's suppo- I mean, well, that's, that's all what I'm it saying. Was. It's supposed to be a fight. It's supposed to resemble a fight. It's supposed to resemble an athletic contest between two people. And that's why... I'm sorry. I'm, I, if I saw a man hitting a woman in the street, you'd mm-hmm. stop it and call the cops. Right. Why am I to like that stuff on professional wrestling? I'm not supposed to. And I know they're like, well, this is what... Okay, fine. I don't have to watch it. I don't have to like it. I don't. I will say we went. I took the boys. We sat front row. It was amazing. It was my son's birthday. The ten-year-old and the eight-year-old deeply into it. The twelve-year-old he kind of knows the deal right now. He knows what's going on. But the eight-year-old at the end cried because Cody lost the belt ladder match. Great match. He cried after it because he likes Cody. The why well, I like Hulk Hogan too. In the after we out. left the show though, Goon. I thought we were going to walk out of there and I was going to go because you know my boys all wrestle they do the amateur style of wrestling yeah and i thought we were going to walk out and i asked him i go do you guys want to be professional wrestlers and i thought i was going to get yes this is all i ever want to do with my life both the little boys were like absolutely not i am not getting hurt i am not getting hit with a ladder and that's another thing you will not hit me with a chair it's not happening it used to be a thing where they used to make it look real and it wasn't i mean it you know, oh, they believed everything exactly. that happened there you, that now, night. Like, now they've got to this point where... I think the two companies are so different, though, oh, in the yes. way that they... Oh, yeah. No, I, I commend AEW for putting on something that is resembling what, of wrestling and what it was. What you are. It's yeah, like, I can't... And, hey, I love Vic. I, lo- I love him dearly. I can't watch the other one. I can't. <laughs> and it's not, it's not because of the people... Like, some of the characters don't go anywhere if I ever gave it a chance. And I've tried a couple times, and I'm just too busy. we got sports to watch. But the the cutting, the cutting of the, the camera angles, yes. it's just non-stop. It does make stop. you sick. It makes me I sick. I can see that. Yeah, like any given Sunday. I get motion <laughs> si- yes, I get motion between sickness. That, between that and the 
I don't feel like AEW is not established enough to have really deep storylines. There are storylines when you pop on WWE, WWE, you go, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't get the backstory. And they don't go, no, don't they don't go anywhere. The they don't go anywhere. And Sometimes then they stop AEW the just has two people fight to fight. Yeah. And I'm good with that. But what I, what I really don't like is like, especially the stuff that's like, all right, they're, they're really hurting each other. They're doing the strong style mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, you've gone from this business that takes something that looks real, like you're really hurting each other, but you're not. And now you've done it to where you're really hurting each other. You're really doing these things and right. hurting each other. And you're kind of trying to make it like we don't believe you're very hurt. It's such a weird thing. And so that's that's part of it. And I think that I, I think that WWE can be great again, and I think that AEW can be great again. And I also I'm not stupid, and I also know that the old days are never coming back. I know that as much as I wish there's no true heels and, and all that other stuff, except for like that MJF guy who seems to be, boy, he just says some mean spirited stuff, don't he? Which is cool. That's that's cool. Best in the biz at he, that. Yeah, right he now. might be the best in the business. Although it that. has been like so. I know, and this is where we need Kid, because I didn't watch the whole CM Punk era. Like, he's yeah. nobody to me. You know me. what, me too. I yeah. missed it. Yeah. And so, and I, I know, know those deal, people though. loved him, but they were there, and all they did was talk for 10 minutes in Cleveland, and then they fought the next week in Chicago. Yeah. Wonderful. Between the two of them, it was almost like a the guy that did it, you know, during the mid-2000 through 2013 or whenever he got out was – it's not a passing of the torch, but it was yeah. definitely a like, hey, come up to my my but level. Where's thing. where's the where are the true stars? Like John Cena is a movie a movie actor now. The Rock, The Rock started the Super Bowl, and I made a joke. I go, this is a guy who hit Ken Shamrock in the yeah. face with a chair. Yeah, and now he's starting the Super Bowl. Where are this like the true stars? Like now it's just the WWE is in town. Come see the superstars of the WWE. What are the like? You keep it's, giving me Goldberg. I well, keep it's getting back to circus. Yeah, it's I keep back get, to circus. But but that, that so. and that's what I don't like. It's like give me somebody in the ring that's a star that the general public, not just wrestling fans, the general public care about because the general public was interested in The Rock, in Stone Cold, in Triple H, in The Undertaker. That was that crossed over to the mainstream. Now. I keep getting Undertaker teasers. There's Brock Lesnar, but you can only put him out there so many times. Who else other you, than him? Do you think social media and the reality shows that they've tried to make more money off of and, and just the fact that you said it'll never be back then when people thought it was all real. Well, now with social media, these guys, uh, even the heels are likable. Yeah, that's why. Like that's, But this is the thing. This is why I, I kind of hope it's a big angle. I think that'd be very interesting and very cool. We're kicking. Or Cody Rhodes is moving on, and then what if he shows up one night? Which I'm sure he will. Like that'd be pretty outrageous, and maybe I might feel differently about Cody Rhodes. But I just don't think he's anywhere near his dad. I don't think he's anywhere near his brother. He's just overrated to me. I'm sorry. That's all there is. I'm sure he's creative and all that other crap that people need to say about it. And I'll get killed all on the internet. But there's just a lot of current stuff that I'm not gonna watch, and frankly, I'm not gonna subject my kids to. Because I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with guys and gals getting in the ring and going after each other. Because, again, I'd st- I'd call the cops. <laughs> you call the cops that if was, you hear something next door. Why would I allow that to go on right in front of me and pay for that? That was the one thing that I did not go, boys, sit down and watch the wrestling with your father. It was it was on one day. Yeah. And well, they, they, they walked through the room. They were not going to hang out with me. And they stopped and they go, oh. 
In fact, it was when we went to AEW two years ago that Lyman didn't go with us because he was gallivanting. Yes. So hey, you know, this, this before we uh, before Ono. Yeah. So we, I had that on, mm-hmm. and they came through the room and they're like, "What is this thing?" And I go, "Oh, Dad, I'm I'm going to be on TV because we got to yeah, be on TV yeah, for a second, right?" Yeah, yeah. And uh, they stopped and they watched the whole thing and. I could tell they were like, we want to do that again. Like, we want to watch it again. So, I think if you force it on them, it's going to be a whole, this is dad's thing. But if you let them find it on their own, they'll find it eventually. Let them find it on their own. Well, then they'll like that's it. kind of the way I was, I guess, when I was a little kid. But I've put on old wrestling for them. And Axel, like, okay, Mid-South 84, Axel's not really into but I put on WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker. He's into that. I put on WrestleMania, what was it, 19, Stone Cold's last yeah. against The Rock. He's into that. Like, But I, I tell you what, dude, I put on current stuff today, and he's not really. I put on um, SummerSlam 92, Wembley Stadium. And it's like the sad one where the they had to put on the Road Warriors first because um, – Hawk was messed up, and so they instead huh. they had to change the card around and put them on first because they didn't think he was going to be capable of of performing later in the night. And <laughs> it's a great sh- – I mean, it's WWE. It's, it's cartoons, but it's great stuff. It was a great show, and he was into it. This is going on in 92. This is over 20 years before he was born. You know what I mean? And he's watching that as a six-year-old and enjoying it, but if you turn on – I'm sorry, if I turn on – Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, he's not really into it. Mm-hmm. He's six. He's supposed to be into it. You don't give a damn. About I miss those days when I, and in fact, you would call the police. You said, well, you would call the police in real life. You would just call the big boss man and it'd be taken care of. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.